Hello and welcome to episode 334 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I can in my allotment and garden. Today is the 17th of June 2020 and today we're going to take a little visit to Stephen's garden and find out a new project that he's started this year. That's coming up in just a moment but before that what have I been doing today? It's the 17th of June 2020 today and today I have ended up being a little creative. Now yesterday I said my plan was to go down the allotment to harvest my garlic today. Unfortunately that didn't happen. I had a really bad night's sleep last night and ended up waking up pretty late. Rain was also predicted for today so I figured I wouldn't go down the allotment but by about midday I needed to get out of the house and just take a bit of a wander so I walked into town and when I was in town I just happened to pop into one of the shops that was open and I've spotted a reasonable size wooden box and this wooden box has a hinge to lift. I looked at it and I figured this would probably make a brilliant box for seed storage. So I brought it and I took it home with some green spray paint. Now last week I was going through my seeds and I was trying to find up a seed storage option and I think this box might be the answer. Once I got the box home, sprayed it all green and then while the paint was drying I cut some thin bits of plywood to basically fit inside this box to divide different rows of seeds. This has given me space inside this box for about four rows of seeds and then I'll be making an alphabetical cards to basically put all my seeds in alphabetical order at a later date. But once the paint was dry I inserted the dividers and then I've decorated the outside of the box with the VegGrow Podcast logo and labels just so I know what seeds are inside. This is just to make my life a bit easier so I can see what is in there from outside and this is just a label saying veg seeds, nothing difficult. I've sprayed this box in lacquer and that is now drying. Now I've got a bit over the top with this box to be honest today. I was just in that mood. I just felt a bit creative and wanted to do something a bit different and a bit artistic. Probably completely unnecessary but you know what? I feel so much better for doing it. And as it was it didn't rain today so I probably could have gone down the allotment as it was but hey ho I'll go down to my way. Well that's what I've been up to today. Please let me know what you have been up to yourself. And now we're going to head on over to Stephen's garden. Well I'm down in Stephen's garden. He's a regular on the podcast, regular in the shows and uh, quite a keen grow your owner. Stephen, thank you for inviting me down. Yeah, nice nice to see you again. Yeah. It's, it's been, been a long time. We've all been pretty separated in the world. It um, is, it is, nice yeah. to be outdoors. Very nice to be outside. Now, we are keeping our distance. We are two metres apart, which is means we can't move around and have a look around your garden. But mm-hmm. usually you'll be on your allotment, but you've changed your setup now, haven't you? Yes, it's slightly different in that we do still have the allotment, but when, when the lockdown was all announced, and, and of course, you know, we all have different degrees of worry and knowing what was going on at the time... I just sort of felt, you know, I don't want to be at the plot. Um, I didn't really want to be t- outside. Um, you know, we were all told to stay in, indoors. And, and I had loads of seedlings all started and thought, 
you know, if I don't go to a plot, I've wasted all that time. The whole year will go. Um, so I looked at the grass and looked at the lawn and, yeah. and, and, and came up with a plan. <laughs> so d- just talk us through what you ended up doing and, and why, I guess. So what we ended up doing is, is we have this, this you know, quite small garden. doesn't get the sun hugely in the winter, but in the summertime, as we can tell right now, it does. Um, but we have a piece of lawn that just sits there. We mow it. We don't do anything with it. Our children are too old to, to really be playing on the grass. So, so we never really used the garden. Um, so I thought, well, let's just dig bits over. Right. <laughs> and we started digging a small bit. And, and just carried on <laughs> until most of the grass is, is sort of now gone, really. Yeah, yeah. So how big is this area that you've dug over? It's, what, three uh, metres by two? Yeah, probably, probably about four metres um, by by three, actually, I think. It's, okay. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a massive thing, but it's 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 it's, it's enough. But it, it it's dominating your garden. It is, yes. Yeah. So it's, it's like, I suppose, if we'd had a swimming pool or a pond... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah it's like having that and it takes over your garden now <laughs> yeah 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 totally get that you've got quite a bit growing in here actually and in fact i'm quite envious because your potatoes look so much better than mine down on the allotment yeah well the first thing we did of course you know we dug it all over we didn't have anything apart from spades no compost or anything so 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 we dug it and then straight away we we felt well we planted things on the plot we might not be able to get them if, mm-hmm. if you know worst comes to worst so we, we raided the cupboard and found we had seed potatoes left so we had um onion sets left it was a little bit late i, I guess in the year to do it um but that's we just put them in the ground um the ground is pretty rough um but we we you know tilled it over as best as we could and actually yeah you know they've they've, they've loved it here really better than what what we've now got up at reallotment now that's quite interesting it's grown better than what you've got on the allotment yeah and do you think that's because this soil hasn't been used for veg growing in the past or is it because you've dug it over or or, or what do you think I, I guess I guess it must be quite good ground because it has never been been sort of used. Um, I suppose the allotments, um, yeah, which I am going back to now. You, you know, I have have been been visiting it again now. But all that time, it gets the sun all the time. It it doesn't get too much rain because of the trees and stuff. Um, I guess here we've got the fences, so we don't get as much wind. Yeah. Um, and the allotment gets a lot of wind, and, and I think maybe that is is probably a big factor. And I guess if you look at Victorian kitchen gardens. They're all in a walled enclosure in a completely different environment. Yeah. For, for a real reason, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's really what we've got got here. Yeah, the Victorians would purposely build these in walled gardens yeah. to create that environment. So, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> I want to go visit a garden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, that that's really interesting. And, I mean, your peas are here. They're about three foot high. You've got quite a few peas already producing. You've got beetroot you've got french beans or runner beans yeah, and french beans there um we've got the parsnips just by your feet over there actually yeah which were last year's seed um strangely enough mm-hmm. um and again it wasn't the best soil but i just stuck them in and w- with some radish and, and i was amazed to see they've they've all come up yeah um which is better than what's happened at the allotment where 
I did put in this year's seed slightly late and about quarter have come up. Right. Um, yeah, and your carrots, you know, carrots in the ground, which is something I have always struggled with. However, now I've grown some carrots at home. They've germinated. <laughs> it is so, so weird. Yeah. Um, but your carrots are looking good. You've got beetroot, you've got radish, which... Now, we were talking about radish earlier because I've grown radish this year as a quick crop, but I've sort of discovered I don't really eat that many radishes. But because you're working from home, you find yourself having your lunch and then eating a radish at the same time sort of thing. Well, that's it. This is, this is uh, you know, again, a nice thing that's really happened. Um, you know, I'm working from home, so it means my life is just in one room, not really going anywhere. So lunchtime, when it's nice weather, we just come and sit in the garden. But, but more importantly, I suppose, we sit in the garden, have a sandwich, and think, oh, let me pick some lettuce, let me pour a few radish. And, and we were talking before about radish. Well, I, I quite like radish, but having them up at the plot never really works because it's, it's too hot in the middle of the summer. Yeah. They either bolt because you don't catch them at the right time, or when you do, you bring them home. But, of course, after a couple of days, if you haven't eaten them, they've, you know, they, they don't, you know, gone a bit sort of rubbery and, and stuff. So we've harvested and eaten more radish so far this year than we, we ever have done. Um, and I wasn't going to grow it this year. <laughs> but because we've got our garden now by the house, if we need it, we put it up. And really, that's what a lot of this vegetable growing is, is all about, really. Yeah. Um, just go out, pick it, cook it. <laughs> Yeah. Job done. <laughs> yeah. It's the same with lettuce as well. I found growing lettuce at home, we tend to eat more of it. Mm. I've always grown it at home, and I've never really thought of growing it on the allotment because you harvest it and it wilts pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. You know, we've grown plenty of lettuce at the plot, but I'm pretty sure we've eaten about a quarter of it. Yeah. Whereas, again, here, we've eaten almost everything we've picked. Yeah. Um, and the stuff we haven't eaten, we've given to friends um who who've who've had it instead yeah well th- this brings me nicely into a which sedges me sedges me nicely into a a thought i was having when we were talking about this now i've love i love my allotment don't get me wrong and i'm sure you love your allotment as well it's your mm-hmm. little bit of garden away from home and particularly when i had my old allotment which was an hour's drive i found myself using the allotment more as somewhere i could pot things in that don't need so much care yet at mm. home I would grow things that need a lot of care a lot of attention is is this something you're finding or thinking of doing yes definitely you know I, I was I was worried when we started because I thought we're never going to grow sprouts and cabbages in a garden this size um, also because we just don't get any light you know, yeah. in the winter months and, and the whole it's, it's just not a pleasant place to be um, but now, you know, freedom's a bit more relaxed. I, I do see it just like that, where actually we have carrots here and they're doing fantastic, better than what I've had yeah. possibly at a plot. Maybe it's because I'm able to just spend five minutes here and there just to tend to them rather than, yeah. you know, five hours once a week or, or something yeah. you know, when I go up to a plot. So this garden here has been such a success in that I'll carry it on for next year. Yeah. But we will grow a bigger... And, and uglier plants up at the plot, the more robust things that look after themselves. So 
potatoes and onions, yeah. um, cabbages, sprouts, which I've got up there now. Yeah. And then the more tender things that need looking after and you need to pick and use pretty quickly down, down in the garden here. Um, we have a nice balance. We have, we've got the potatoes and the parsnips, but really they, they would be up at the plot next year as the longer term ones that just grow yeah. and, and look after themselves. Um, yeah. Things like the peas, you know, they're fantastic to look at. Uh, and, you know, you want to pick them and eat them straight away. So, you know, they stay in the garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, this is why I've always seen an allotment for is being as an extension of a garden. And like you say, potatoes, I grow a lot of potatoes, mm -hmm. which if I was growing at home would probably take up too much land, wouldn't be worth doing. But I grow or should grow all my potatoes on the allotment, all my onions, all my staples, I guess. And yeah. then the more everyday items can be at home. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 exactly. That's, that's definitely how I've, I'm starting to sort of see it. And I'm sort of replanning, you know, my thought with the allotment. Yeah. Um, especially because the allotment, I've always sort of seen as more of an industrial mm -hmm. sort of setting in that, you know, I wanted to make it neat and tidy obviously um but it's it's primary purpose is to provide food yeah and so if it's not looking pretty for a few months but it's producing food then that's you know it's doing the right thing um whereas the garden here you know it has to look slightly pretty yeah. um but we've got the types of plants you know with beetroot and and carrots and some of these smaller tender things yeah they, they make a garden look a lot more homely yeah um whereas your potatoes yes they do look nice because they're you know some of them are flowering but give it a few weeks and start dying back it would look like a load of dead plants yeah. and that's more suited up for, for the allotment yeah and rather than than you know the garden at, at the house yeah yeah i mean that that's in some ways a disadvantage of growing at home is that it really needs to look attractive possibly for yourself if because you, mm. it is your reflection of your garden but for me i i mean i'm a messy person i admit that <laughs> i'm not i've not got an artistic eye at the slightest but i can grow plants but then i think well my neighbors have got to look onto that yeah yeah as well and it affects them my neighbours are pretty good, but but no, 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 no I definitely understand. It, you know, it, yeah, it's not just yourself looking at it. Yeah, uh, even if you think it looks nice. Yeah, you know, you've got to think of of, of people you live with, really. Yeah. Um, but I, I always like the idea, as, as you're saying. I'd really like to visit a, a proper Victorian kitchen garden. Yeah, because you know we've been shut in for so long. <laughs> I just I just like all the night nice neat rows and the way they decorate it. Yeah, um, and I, I think the same here, really. Um, you know, we were talking a bit bef before that at the moment, this is just a hole in the ground, which I dug in yep. the middle of the lawn. Um, the plans now are to slightly raise it with some nice wood edging, yep. you know, some reclaimed wood and actually make a much more of a feature of it rather than it just being a, a rectangle of, of sort of soil. Because yep. Come winter time, it, it won't look as pretty <laughs> no, as no. it does now. <laughs> no, when everything's died back and it, exactly. it yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic. I'm, you know, I'm absolutely chuffed to bits to see you've done this because your allotment is even smaller than your garden, I reckon, looking at it. I think you might be right. Actually, and, yeah. and, and effectively, you've almost, almost doubled the amount of land that you have to grow food in. But you've also, in my eyes, you know, you've got this 
patch of grass at the back of your house that's not really doing anything now you turn it into somewhere you can enjoy yeah yeah and and you know not just growing food but just you know sitting here watching things grow you yeah. know it's a nice thing to be doing you know we've, we haven't used the garden as much as we have done these last sort of three months yeah since we sort of you know lived here and now you know there's a real purpose yeah for it um and then that just allows for the allotment with, as we we're saying, those bigger things. Well, suddenly I can start spacing things out a bit more. Yeah. Because I've always felt I've planted things very close together because I've had to. Well, now the allotment plot does look a little bit bare because I've got everything cramped in. Yeah. And then the room for the vegetables, like the carrots and the beetroots, are now here. Yeah. So come next year, we can space it out a lot better and the plants will like it you know what will grow better for it as well um and and you know we can start start having the balance really between the two sort of sites yeah which, which is nice yeah. well something that we're actually sat underneath is this beautiful cherry tree now this isn't new is this it isn't, no. <laughs> i'd be surprised if we planted this this year yeah because it is absolutely <laughs> full of cherries now i know my my one of my allotment is pretty full of cherries as well and i think it's it's a good year for cherries this year but you've always had this here by the looks of it yeah but we, we've been here for about eight nine years and, and we planted everything you see in the garden um so we put in a small cherry tree and, yeah and the last it's always given us lots of cherries the last couple of years it's really started to sort of grow upwards uh, i mean yeah it's what Eight foot tall now, yeah, but yeah. it's it's actually quite an attractive tree in a garden anyway. I think cherry trees quite often are anyway. Cause I, I do like this, him for that, yeah, yeah. This beautiful sort of mottled bark. Yeah, I mean, this is this is just... <laughs> there's this whole thing that the garden is used more for an attractive vegetable part is what I'm liking. Yeah, yeah. Anyway... Well, thank you so much for inviting me down and having this chat. It's great to see. And you quite often post in the the Facebook group and people can see what's going on in course, the pictures. Yeah, yeah, I'm always putting pictures up and, yeah. uh, and probably time to put some more up, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, but you also yeah. have a blog as well, I believe. I do. And yeah. uh, I believe the URL is sunflower.molville.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, add, I'll add links, of course, if you want to yeah. check that out. And 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 reason why I don't really remember that is because it's it's for my own yeah you know, I write it just as a way to record what I've done yeah rather than to sort of show the world what I'm doing but if the world wants to read it as well then yeah everyone's more than welcome yeah yeah fantastic well thank you so much Steve no thanks for coming and uh, we'll see you again soon thank you well I just want to thank Stephen for letting me come join him in his garden and chat about his experience this year and how he's converted his garden it's great to hear and that is kind of it for today now if you want to email me it's richard at the vegpodcast.co.uk or you can head to my website at www.thevegrowpodcast.co.uk and leave a comment on the blog post or you can find me on social media just search for the vegrow podcast anyway for today thank you so much for listening and i'll see you again next time <laughs>